You are listening to Elijah Fire Radio. You are entering the world of the prophets, the servants of the living God. Miracles in the supernatural, deliverance and healing, prayer and procession and spiritual warfare. Prepare to be enlightened, encouraged, and edified as we listen to the word of the Lord together. Now let's give a warm welcome to your host, Prophet James Gravel. And good evening. You're listening to Elijah Fire Radio, ElijahFireRadio.com. It is Tuesday, uh, January 10th, 2023, and tonight we're going to be doing uh, prayer and prophecy like we do uh, every every weekday night. But um, before we get into that, let's go ahead and open up with prayer. Father God, we just humbly thank you for everything that you're doing, God. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace and your goodness towards us. But right now, Father God, we just cry out to you, Father God, for your presence. God, send your presence upon us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, like never before. God, give us a, 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 a new infilling of your of your spirit and, and and bless us, Father God, like never before. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Okay. Um, just a, a few announcements. We, yesterday we, we started um, doing our, our, our broadcast. We're going to be doing this uh, every weekday. Um, invite people. You know, take time to to invite people to 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 look, you know to tune in or call in. Uh, they'll be blessed, and so will you. Amen. Um, if you would like to support this ministry on a regular basis, you can do that from Patreon. Uh, Patreon is a website that helps um, connect creators and patrons uh, in a um, on a platform that's really really neat. There's, it's kind of unique. And if you want to find out more about that, what you can do is you can about our Patreon page. It's at Patreon p a t r e o n dot com uh, forward slash Elijah Fire Radio. And you can uh, become a patron. Now, when you do that, there's some perks depending on the level of uh, Patreon or patronage that you want to go into uh, at our lowest level or any level you can you can get in on. But um, we have uh, a um, uh, a community page that you will be able to access as well. And we're working on that right now. Uh, to get the bugs out and make sure everything works right. Uh, if you haven't already, join our email list. You can do that from our website at jamesgrabielministries.com uh, or you can do that from ElijahFireRadio.com. You can get on our email list and that way you'll uh, stay informed of different things that we are doing in ministry or any changes we're making. And um, if you'd like to make a one-time donation, um, that that helps us out quite a bit. And you can do that from either website as well. Okay, that's ElijahFireRadio.com or JamesGrayBeal.com. Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, that's pretty much everything. That's all the the announcements we have. Um, let's go ahead and get into into what our, we're going to be reading tonight Romans chapter 8 so if you have your Bibles uh, please open your Bible to Romans chapter 8 
I'm going to be reading from there and teaching from there tonight. <clears throat> there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now, so what we're seeing is, is there's a there's there's a difference um, in in uh, between you know the flesh and the spirit is what they're talking about the sin nature which is the flesh and the spirit which is of God right so there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus okay that's that is the key to not being in the flesh who are in Christ Jesus who are not you know not in the flesh we're in Christ Jesus. That's the key. That's the only way. That's the beginning. That's the that's the um, that's the first step. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So we we know by by experience that there is a law of sin and death. That there's a a a and when we say a law. Of sin and death. What do I mean by law? Not that it's a a, a, a decree, or, or but it's more like the law of gravity, right? It's a spiritual law. There is a law of sin and, and by by nature, it is also uh, a a um, legal a legality in the spirit too, a uh, legal thing. But it's but it, if we think about it, like you know, you you sin. And so death is going to be the result. And, and yeah, that is legal. You know, when you when you look at it spiritually, it's legal. But it's also like the law of gravity. It's it's a it's something that that's put in in nature. You know, and then you know in the spiritual realm, the nature of the spiritual realm, or in you know just in the world, because that's where you know death, you know, is. You know. Um, so, so what, what I'm what I'm saying is is that there there is a law, you know. And when I how the best way to explain that, just like just like I said, that there is a law uh, of gravity, you know, the law of forces of gravity. There's there's natural laws, and then there's the you know spiritual laws. And so when we look at this law of sin and death, it is something that's inevitable. There's an inevitability. That when there's sin, there's there's death. The, the, the two come together. Amen. There is no there is no escaping death when when sin is involved. Amen. But um, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from that law, from the law of sin and death. Amen. Okay. So let's continue to read. It says so in verse three. What the law could not do talking about not not the law of sin and death but the law when he was talking about in in Romans chapter 7 he was talking about Paul was talking about the 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 law that was handed down to Moses okay what the law of Moses could not do what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh not that it was weak not that it's weak of itself but it's weak because of the flesh why because the the law of Moses can only be performed by by the flesh. It's, it's it was created for those who who had to live under flesh. 
you know, because because people weren't saved yet. And so it was the law to it, it was law and what it and what the law has done is just by the nature of the law being holy has shown what sin is. In other words, it exposes sin to be even more sinful than than it's you know, basically what it is is, is by, by showing what's holy you can see the it's like the what do they call it? The um the tissue test on your teeth. You think your teeth are white until you see white next to your teeth and then you see that they're really actually yellow. And so you know, sin is exposed by by the truth, by by the law. Amen. Right. So forth the law could not do that it is weak through the flesh. Okay. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, for sin condemns sin in the flesh. In other words, by Jesus being holy, okay, he condemned sin. He condemned sin. He condemned it. So, so it is by by him living holy, he made sin. You know, he brought an end to sin by, by being the sacrifice. By bringing, uh, let me put it to you this way, he brought an end to the power of sin through living a holy life. Amen. So that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the spirit. I mean, not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. What does that mean? Okay. We're in Christ Jesus. We live after the Spirit because the Spirit lives in us. The, the ability to, to live a holy life is only after the ability, uh, it, it's because of Jesus in us. Okay. So for, for and so it goes on to say this in verse six it says for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. See by nature, if if the spirit of God is in you, but let me read on. Let me just read on because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It's the enemy of God. The carnal mind is the enemy of God, for it cannot be subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. It is not subject to the law of God. And neither can it be, because it, the nature of of the carnal mind is sin and death. That is, it's that's the law it follows. That is the the course that it takes. Okay, but if the spirit of God be in you, then you're not you're not bound to the law of sin and death, and therefore you can choose to function and operate under a different law. Right. Okay, so let's let's read on. But the carnal mind is enmity against God. This is verse seven. For it for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Verse eight. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Okay. Verse nine. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So what are we talking about? Well, yesterday we were in in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, 
and we were talking much about this. We were talking about the spirit dwelling in us, being in relate in that close proximity, the the the, the close relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit, with the Father, and with the Son. So, but you are not in the flesh. We're we're not under car- the carnal nature. If what? If the if we dwell with with the Spirit, the Spirit of God in us. But you are not in the flesh, but the Spirit, but in the Spirit. This is verse nine. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. He is none of his. That's what it says. Verse ten. And if Christ be in you, the body, listen to this, this is, this is very interesting. The body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. What is he talking about? You know, we, we have this, this nature that's kind of still, the flesh nature still kind of exists in our bodies. Okay, it has a it has a nature, you know, the the, the sin nature, because our bodies have not been uh, redeemed yet, you know, because that's going to happen at the at the, the second red, you know, at the resurrection, you know, at our resurrection. But but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So be it that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, this body is dead because of sin. Okay, because sin sins there, but we're we're set free from it by our spirit. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Okay, but if the spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. That's very interesting. So, you know, even though death is because of sin, is working in our bodies the Holy Spirit can still resurrect us. In other words, presently. So that's what divine health is all about, right? Living in the in the Spirit and divine health. But if we if the Spirit of Him raises up, up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. And then goes on to say this in verse twelve. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, uh, not to the flesh, but to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. That's pretty serious. If you live after the flesh, you will die. What does that mean to us? Of course, there's going to be a natural death. You know, every you know, it, it, it's appointed all for, for 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 all men to once to die, and then the judgment. But what, is it that, what are they talking about here? They're talking about spiritual death. They're talking about, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. But if you live after the flesh, you shall die. If, in other words, if you live in sin, if you live towards sin, you're going to die spiritually. Okay? But if you, through the Spirit, do mortify or kill the deeds of the body, which, you know, is of sin, right? You shall live. For as many, and this is, this is the beautiful thing here. This is, this is really beautiful. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So what's the deal here? What are we talking about? So 
there is a a, a law that, that that is trying to work in our body, which is the law of sin and death, right? But we have the law. What does it say here? And back up here, the law. Okay, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's the law that we live under. So we live in what it says in verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So that I can be led by the spirit, which is that law, is to, to follow the spirit, to follow and to be led by the spirit, that I may be, uh, that we become the sons of God, right? We are the sons of God. For as many, verse 15, for, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Listen, when, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the Old Testament, there was, there was you know, they were, un, they were in bondage. They were, they were always in bondage. They were, they were in bondage to sin. They were in bondage to, to other nation states. They were, uh, they were bondage to, to a lot of things. And, um, but most of all, they were in bondage to sin. You know, they, they could not help themselves. No matter what they tried, what they did, they, they always fell back into the same sins, the idolatry, the, you know, the, just you name it, right? For, for you, have, and so it says here, but you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So fear is the one of the byproducts of the law of sin and death, right? You know, to fall into fear. Um, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And what is Abba? Abba is like saying Daddy, right? Daddy God, Abba, Father. And in verse 16, the Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. Talking about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit itself, that's capital S, bears witness with our spirit, our personal spirit, ourselves, that we are the children of God. And if we are children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, which is pretty deep. In other words, we are we are we are partakers of of the same inheritance. What is the inheritance? It's the glory of God. You know, it is the glory of God. That's that's the the, the best way, the best definition of our of our inheritance is we are to inherit the glory of God. Amen. And of children and heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. See the glory? So, yeah, we're going to suffer in this world. That's the nature of this world. Okay? You know, either you suffer with Christ or you, or you suffer without you're gonna. You're, there's gonna be suffering. There's gonna be. You're gonna go through something. Okay. Either you can do it with Jesus or you can do it without Jesus. But you're gonna go through something, and you might as well go through it with Jesus, right? For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to compare with the glory which shall be revealed in us. 
for the earnest expectation of the creature or creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's talking about us. All of creation is just in dire, dire need of us to manifest in our nature. Can you do that now without waiting until we, we go into glory, of course? All of creation is crying out for you to be manifested as the son or daughter of God. All of nature, all of nature, all of creation is is aching for you to manifest your nature as a son or daughter of God. Listen to this. This is what it says. For for the creature or creation, if you want to if you want to say it, was made subject to vanity. You, you remember what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It, it, it happened in in the Garden of Eden. Creation was made subject to vanity or to the sin, not willingly. In other words, the Garden didn't didn't want you know Eve and Adam to Adam and Eve to take take the apple. No, not willingly, but by reason of him they had subject to the same in hope. In other words, they hoped that their eyes would be open and that they would become like God. How arrogant, how, you know, and, and, and the serpent, how, how horrible, little liar, that little liar, amen. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by the reason of him that sub, subjugated the same in hope, because the creature itself also shall be delivered, in other words, set free, from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. It's suffering until we manifest as sons and daughters of God. So in verse 23 it says, And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, yeah, waiting for the re adoption to with the redemption of our bodies, what I talked about earlier, because the law of sin and death is still working in our flesh. That's why we age and die. That's why we get sick. Okay, The way we overcome that is through the Spirit. And what it says here, in, and um, therefore, brethren, we are not debtors to the flesh to live after the flesh, Flesh. Let me back. Let me back up to where it says that. Oh yeah, verse eleven. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwells in you. Listen. So that's how we live in divine health, even though you know this this flesh that we live in, you know, has you know the nature of sin and death working in it. So. Verse 23, it says, And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to with the redemption of our bodies. Okay? Because we're going to have a glorified body. You know, after, and I'm not talking about after we die here, but there's going to be the, you know, the resurrection. There's going to be the white throne judgment. There's going to be the, 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 the judgment where we, 
you know, the, the believers stand before Jesus. Amen. Also, for we are saved by hope. Let me read, let me read this here in verse 24. For we are saved by hope that is seen. That which is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? And we're talking about the, the redemption of our bodies, right? And in verse 26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, our inability, our inability to, you know, our infirmities. You know, it says sicknesses. You can think of infirmities as sicknesses, but also just our inability, right? For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, we, we see that happen. You know, what we're, what we're talking about here in verse 26 of Romans chapter 8. We see that in when we, when we pray in the Spirit. And what I mean by that is when we pray in tongues. You know, when you allow the Holy Spirit to, to you know, take over your, your, you know, your prayer language. That kind of thing. So... When, when we do that, the Holy Spirit himself is, is working in us and, and speaking through us. And with, you know, he's making intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Verse 27, he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. According to what? God's will, which is perfect, right? Verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, and, and this, 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 a lot of people debate about this, but there is foreknowledge. God has predestination. There is predestination. Um, there is foreknowledge, you know, where God knows uh, who we are before we, we even come to him. But let me, let me just read. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. In other words, we're, we don't look exactly like Jesus, right? But we're, we're becoming like him. What Jesus is and who, you know, what he has become, what, what he is, um, we're, we're going to be like that. What does that look like? We don't know. But it says it right here. It says, and we all know that all things work together for good for them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow. He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Okay? So, so we're going to be something that we're not now. Absolutely. By the Spirit of God. Amen. Verse 30, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. You have a call on your, you've been called. You've heard the call of God. Amen. You came to him, he came to you. And whom he called, them he also justified. Justification, what does that mean? That means um, when, you, when you're justified, it means that you're acquitted of all wrongdoing basically, right? And whom he justified, then he also, what? Glorified. So we function in a glorified state, you know, in our spirit, man. We function in the glory of God. Amen? 
That's how we that's how we live. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? That's a good question. Who can? Nobody, right? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, whom all makes intercession for us. So we see, you know, the Holy Spirit's making making intercession through us, and then Jesus is praying for us. He's making an intercession for us. Amen. And, you know, just the, the, to, the totality of our redemption, the totality of our salvation, the, the, just the, the depth of it. You know, it's like nothing can be said against it. Nothing can be done against it because it is, it is total. It is complete. There's nothing that is, nothing about our salvation that is incomplete. That's why it's such an abomination for people to think, to think that there's anything that they can do in order to to enhance their salvation. There, it's an abomination almost for them to think there's anything they can do to get saved. There's nothing you can do except accept it and receive it you can't work for it you can't um, muster up something for it, your faith for it because God gives you the faith for it everything that we give to God God has already given to us you know there's nothing that you know it's all been provided for by the cross you know there is nothing there's nothing that you can add to it or take away from it it's perfect our salvation is perfect. Who is he that can condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that he is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. We're covered on every, on every front. Amen? Amen. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then we get into this, this question. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, you know, problems? Or distress, well, those are your problems. Tribulation is, is other things, right? Or persecution, what people do to you. Or famine, you know, not having enough food. Or nakedness, not having clothes. Or peril, you know, danger, you know, or the sword. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, or pearl, or sword. No, none of these can. As it is written, right? This is this is what Paul's saying. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. That's according to Psalm 44, verse 22, right? But Paul says no. He says nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, 
which is in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back after this to take your calls and to pray for you and to minister to you as the Spirit leads. Amen? And tonight we're going to be, uh, we've, we've done, um, we've read from Romans chapter 8, 
and we're going to start taking calls now. If you haven't called in, the number to call is 515-602-9651. That's 505-602-9651. Again, that number is 515-602-9651. We're going to go ahead and start taking our calls. Our first caller is from the 734 area code. You're on the air. Hi, I was just calling for um, prayer and prophecy. Sure. Father God, we just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for uh, all forms of all, all your deliverance, Father God, that you're that you're grant, giving to her. You're 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 actually um, uh, God's called you to to uh, to deliverance. In other words, uh, deliverance ministry. Uh, is this something that you you've known? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, what what God's going to be starting to do is is you're going to begin to um, begin to work more and more in that area. You're, you're going to have more of an opportunity to to uh, pray pray deliverance for for people. Amen. So be ready for it. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. We have a call from the nine one nine area code. You're on the air. <laughs> Yes. Um, hello. Yes, hello. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm asking for prayer, um, however the Lord leads. Father God, we just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for for the breakthrough. I thank you for the crown of glory, God, that you're putting upon this sister's head in the name of Jesus, the crown of, of your glory. Uh, God is God is glory bringing into a place of, of glory. Um, it's like I see this, this door, uh, and, and it's like, this is interesting, you know, like a door, um, and above the door it says Institute of Glory. In other words, God is bringing you into a place where um, you're going to be learning of his glory, learning from his glory, learning about mm-hmm. his glory. Amen. You're coming into a learning place. And, and as a as a prophetic person, um, you're you're in prophetic ministry, is that right? Yeah. Okay. As a, as a prophetic person, um, you're 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 not just going to the Institute of God's Glory to to be a student, but you're also going to become uh, an instructor in, in the glory of God. And so you, you, we learn to to instruct, you know, to to pass it on. And so you're you're going to be in this institute of the glory of God. It's a spiritual thing. It's not it's not a real institute, but it's a but but you're going to that 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 place in the spirit. Amen. God bless. Amen. Wow. Amen. God bless. Okay. God bless. All right. We have a call from the four one six area code. You're on the air. Yes, I would like prayer and prophecy, please. Thank you. Sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for, for healing and deliverance for her in the name of Jesus. I pray for the healing. Uh, we just pray for healing right now. I, I see God beginning to heal you um, in your, in, I don't know if it's your arms, your legs, or whatever, but God is beginning to, to heal you in those areas, the arms, the legs. It's like, I don't know what there is. It's like there's 
there's something going on in your arms and your legs. I don't know if it's painful or whatever, but there's something there. And God is bringing healing to your arms and to your legs, your arms and your legs. Like, like there's, um, do you deal with, uh, like, any kind of arthritis or anything like that? Or something going on with your Recently, veins? Recently, I start to have very painful uh, in my joints. In your joints. Well, we pray for that right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for healing, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray against that arthritic uh, arthritis and stuff, and also in your in just your your veins themselves. I don't know what's going on with your veins, but I just pray for the arms, the the veins in your legs and your arms in the name of Jesus, God, that they would work at full function in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless, sister. Amen. Thank you. Amen. All right, we have a call from the 518 area code. You're on the air. No, can I get a word, please? Sure. Father God, we just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for blessing her, Father God. We thank you for the anointing, God, upon her life. But we just pray right now, Father God, for her protection from 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 the the, the, the plans and strategies of the adversary. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over her. In Jesus' name, God, we pray for protection over her destiny and her purpose. And we thank you for that in the mighty name of Jesus. And we know, Father God, that you, that all things will work together for, for her good because she's called according to your purpose in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There, there's a, you know, the the enemy's always at work. You know, he's he's got a strategy to try to to try to trip you up and, and mess up your your future because he's afraid of your future. You know, the adversary is afraid of your future because of what you're you're called to do in the kingdom. But okay, but God has a plan. Amen. So just stick with the plan that God has for you, and you'll do all right. God bless. Also, can you pray for my mom? Sure. Good evening, Prophet Kwaju. Good evening. How, how can I pray for you? Um, number one, pray for my brother, and uh, pray for me, my sure. kids, and my husband. Sure. Father God, we just pray for her brother right now in the name of Jesus, for your continued healing and restoration for him. In the name of Jesus, and we pray for, for, for your Holy Spirit to begin to to just break through into his life like never before. In Jesus' name, I pray for our sister right now. In Jesus' name, for her family, for her kids, and for her husband. God, that you bless them. God, let there be joy unspeakable and full of glory in their home. In Jesus' mighty name, and we thank you for it. Amen and amen. God bless, sister. Amen. God bless you. Amen. All right, we have a call from the two. Let's, oops. Okay, we got a call from the two two nine area code. You're on the air. Yes, I like praying prophecy for my husband and I. What's that? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I like praying prophecy for each um, my husband and I. Oh sure. Father God, we just pray for them right now for a blessing over their marriage in the name of Jesus. Now we come against every form of tension or or 
uh, awkwardness in their in their marriage in the name of Jesus. Anything that gets in between uh, between them, Father God, that that's not of you, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Uh, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. I pray for a blessing over both of them in Jesus' name, over with your mercy and your grace, God, your mercy and your grace in Jesus' name. And we bind the adversary that's working against their marriage right now in the name of Jesus. And we pray for your healing, your healing and restoration for their, for their health, God, in Jesus' name. Bless their health in Jesus' name. Bless it. Bless it, bless it, in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessing and breakthrough. Blessing and breakthrough. And I just, I just see that the, the the Holy Spirit is beginning to to uncover some some some. You know, there, sometimes we, we have wounds, and we think that we're we're doing something by by protecting the wounds. Okay, when the Holy Spirit wants to, you know, open the wounds so that you know He can do something with it. You know, when there's old wounds. Um, but God wants to do some things with, with you. And it's going to, you know, a lot of times we, we, we kind of panic. We get into a panic sometimes when God's trying to do something in us. But it's for our good. So so the Holy Spirit's doing something in you, in you both. Um, and it may not be comfortable at, right now, but it's going to bring blessing to you in the future. Amen. God bless. Thank you. Welcome. All right, we have a call from the nine one zero area code. You're on the air. I'll pray and prophecy, please. Sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for your goodness and your mercy towards her. I thank you for the anointing for being uh just a I just see you um just really beginning to intercede for other people. That there's a the word the word is masterful, and that what that means is is that you've you've learned to 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 master certain things. What does that mean, masterful? I don't even like that word, but it's like it, it means what the what the what the spirit of the Lord means by it is that you've that you've learned so much in. That you've you, you've developed a mastery of of being a person of prayer, and so uh, God is God is, wants to commend you on that, but He's also going to ask you to begin to to share that with other people, the the things that you've learned about intercession and, and praying for other people. God is going to have you pass it on to some others. Amen. God bless. Amen. Amen. All right, we have a call from the 720 area code. You're on the air. Hi, prayer and prophecy, please. Sure. Father God, I just pray for this man right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for what you're going to do in his life, God. I thank you for, I just see, um, I I just pray for him right now, God. We just pray for breakthrough in his life, God. We thank you for mercy. And grace, but I, uh, I'm seeing um, just really complex numbers, um, and I don't I don't know what this is, is in reference to, but I see a complexity, uh, numbers and complexity, and, and God is giving you a an anointing to uh, to make sense of uh, complexity, uh, numbers and complexity. Does this make any sense to you? 
Yeah, actually, I, I work in the realm of technology and uh, innovation. So okay. this is, uh, makes sense. Okay, so, well, so, oh, God, why are you saying this? God, what are you, what are you saying to this man? This is, this is what the Lord's saying to you, man. You're my son. I've called you. I've, I've positioned you. I, and I've called you and I've given you, uh, I've given you a, a place in this world. I've given you a place to begin to, to um, form and to fashion, uh, form and fashion, to give you form, to, to form things and to fashion them for my, for my kingdom. And, and God is going to begin to, um, get, God has you in that, in that position for a purpose. Okay. It's for a future purpose. God has, God has given you a, giving you a, 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 a head start um, on something that's going to, you're, you're going to impact um, an area of technology. Um, maybe not what you're working on right now, but this is something that God is going to, God is going to, to, to grace you with something, gift you with something that's going to really in, impact, uh, impact the lives of people. Um, I think it also is going to have something to do with um, energy. You know, uh, I don't know if you work in the energy field at all, but it, it will. It, it, what you're going to do is going to have an impact on uh, emerging uh, energy technologies. Amen. Does that make any sense? Yeah, actually, uh, the department I work for is emerging products and technologies. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Funny you say that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. God bless me, brother. Yeah. Thank Amen. you. You're welcome. Okay. Um, we have a uh, anonymous caller. You're on the air. And prophecy, please. Sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for um, transformations, God, that are that are that are coming. Um, God says you're going to begin to cause uh, change in, in, in things around you by, by your words. You, you've been you've been trained. You've been you've been you've been prepared for uh, bringing change prophetically to your environment, to the things that are around you, and you're going to begin to. Um, I, I see things being transplanted. In other words. Um, you sending uh, that 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 anointing somewhere. In other words, you transplanting by by the word of God, prophesying into uh, different territories and different places and different regions, um, and doing that very very soon. Amen. God bless. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. All right, we have a call from the 202 area code. You're on the air. Yes. Hi. I'm calling for prayer and prophecy. Sure. Father God, I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for blessing. I see you um, just having a hunger for the word, uh, just like a new hunger for the word of God. And and the Lord's going to be leading you even more into into, uh, deeper places. 
with in in the intimacy with with, with the Lord, inti- intimacy with God, and it's going to come through His Word, and, and there's even going to be um, there's even a prophetic anointing um, that that God has released upon you, uh, and you will prophesy, you will minister, you will speak God's Word. Um, it will happen. Uh, it's going to happen. There is nothing that that can stop that from happening. Um, because it, it's God's will in your life that you that you would be one to to, to minister the Word of God to minister it, but but it, it's going to take a process, of course, and it's going to be a joyous thing in Jesus' name. Does this speak to you? Yes, absolutely. Amen. 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 God bless. You. You're welcome. All right, we have a call from the five one seven area code. You're on the air. Not there. Okay. All right. We have someone from the five eight six. You're on the air. How can I pray for you? Hi, prophet. Um, prophecy, please. Sure. Let me pray for you, Father God. I just pray for our sister right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your goodness and your mercy towards her. In Jesus' name, I thank you for breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, there's a, there's a, there's a, it's just like a, what I'm, what I'm seeing is the swing of a pendulum. And pendulums, you know, they, they go, they, it's, it's kind of like it, it, it slows down, you know, it swings to one side, stops, or slows down, stops, and then swings the other way. Okay. And so things are just swinging back and forth, swinging back and forth. Well, God's going to bring a stop to the, to the, to the mood swings. God's going to bring a stop to the, to the, to the, to the dramaticness of, or, or the drama or whatever that's, that's happening around you. I don't know if it's you or what's around you, The God's saying, okay, we're, we're bringing this to an end. We're bringing the pendulum to a stop. We're going to, we're going to stop this for now. Um, because you know God wants peace. God wants you to live in peace. And is this making any sense at all? Yes, yeah, it's probably the people around me. <laughs> sure, sure. And so God's bringing a, a stop to the swing, to the mood swings. Amen. God's bringing a stop to it, and God's gonna God's gonna bring you into a place of peace and, and just just a wholeness and peace. Amen. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Amen. All right. Okay, well, that's everyone. We're going to go ahead and bring the show to a close, and I'll see you all here tomorrow in Jesus' name. God bless.